The real estate market is booming. Whether you look in the suburbs or the city, Chicago continues to expand, creating incredible opportunities for those in the know. We'll connect with Chicago's real estate moguls to bring you the wisdom and expertise to help make your next real estate move a lucrative one on the Real Estate Mogul Podcast. How you guys doing? I'm Tony Arce, and this is the Real Estate Moguls Podcast. Today, I'm joined by loan consultant Bill Penley. Bill, thanks for being here, brother. Hey, thank you for having me. No, I've, we, it's been uh, quite some time talking before we got on, you know, on, on the mics here. So it's been uh, it's been awesome getting to know you. Totally, totally. It's uh, you're, you're an inspiration to me. So let's just be honest. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate it. It's very flattering. But no, you're doing you're doing great things. And um, yeah, start talking a little bit about you just in, in terms of real estate because it's not you're not the traditional uh, loan consultant, mortgage, uh, you know, lender that that just focuses on one particular thing. You're you're helping realtors uh, on two real levels, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I could, I could, I could bore you with all the details of how I got in the in the business, but oh, we're gonna get there. So don't all worry. Right, all right, all right. Well, it'll take your, you know, we got a ton of time here. Okay. <laughs> no. Um. So recently, um, probably in the last five years, I I picked up a drone, and um, and so that's created a lot of relationships that I didn't realize were even gonna come from that. It just started out as a hobby at first. Oh no and, way. Yeah. So I. I I was, I, to be honest, I was bored with the industry and there's a lot of compliance. So paperwork and me just don't jive, yeah, yeah. you know? And so I, uh, and I was working with a bank at the time. So there's a whole different level of compliance when it comes to banking. Um, so I picked up a drone as a hobby and I just use it as more of a therapeutic way to get out and take some pictures and videos of some cool landscape. And then next thing you know, I was introduced to a photographer, um, Portraits of Home, which She's amazing real estate photography. So, um, and I just asked her, "Do you need a drone guy?" And she goes, uh, "Actually, yes." And I'm like, "Oh gosh, okay." So that's you know, put put me right in front of somebody that's, that I don't know anything about that world, but I would be willing to do whatever you need me to do. So, she hired me out. Uh, you know, just kind of a, a pretty much just a, a one one or two times trial basis, and she liked what she saw. And so next thing you know, I started meeting agents while I was doing this, and mm. I call it getting getting paid to do sales calls. Yeah, it was awesome. So, um, and all I did was just shoot the pictures and portraits, work the back end with the editing. So that's where you really saw the the magic happen. But what it did for me is it created relationships with real estate agents, and I thought it was just it was a it was a brilliant thing that kind of I didn't even realize I was even going down that path. But um, I just, the last probably two years of the mortgage business blew up because of it. And so this little piece, this little technology, little kind of fun hobby that started out as uh, something I had no idea was going to, you know, develop relationships, create a a space in a different world. Yeah. So it seems like, you know, you're kind of a, a living testament to the fact that when you do something uh, out of a passion or out of love or, or, you know, just a hobby like that, you know, where you're trying to explore something and not because you're doing it for financial gain that the finance, the financial gain comes along with that. Right. You know, that, that, that's pretty awesome. And, you know, one of the things that you'd mentioned before that, you, that your wife gave you a, a shirt for, for Father's Day, right? Um, and it said uh, loans and drones, right? Yes. So tell me about why that was important to put loans before drones. You know, I started getting a lot of calls just for the drone stuff. And I go, oh my gosh, okay, I love doing it, but it doesn't pay the bills. Yeah. No offense to all any <laughs> photographers or drones out there, drone you know, guys out there. 
But <clears throat> what I was using it for was just, like I said, it started out as a hobby. And then, but it, it started taking off, no pun intended, to a different level. And it was taking away from the mortgage business. So I mm-hmm. had to back off. And I remember one one very successful guy said, listen, if you're going to, I said, is it possible to run two Two, two businesses at the same time. He goes, yes, but you'd never want to let the one that's paying the bills, you know, get replaced by the other one that isn't. Right, right, so, right. So what happened there was I go, ah, very easy. I'm a very, like, simple-minded person. So for me, bullet points helps, you know. So he basically made it very easy for me to say, okay, this this business is actually taking the way, you know, getting in the way of the other business that actually pays the bills. So... It was a very good accessory to the other business, but you got to also set boundaries. For sure. And so what I did is I go, okay, I need to make sure people know what I do when I go out with a drone. The thing that actually pays my bills is a loan. So if you want me to help you, I can help you on both both areas. And how has that been received when, when you do meet with uh, realtors for the first time under those <clears throat> uh, pretenses? Yeah, at first it was, at first I was, I was a little intimidated because I thought they were going to be like, oh, you're using this as a way to get in to talk to me about mortgages and sell me every time you see me. And that's and what you were thinking was going to happen. That's what I was thinking was going to happen. Sure. But then, you know, obviously anytime you, you know, if you know how, how to sell, it's not necessarily, pre- you know, pushing people you know, to close on the first meeting. It's, sure. a, it's kind of a dating relationship. So, <laughs> hey, listen, just so you know, this is what I do. And I've, I've got a lot of agents that haven't used me as a loan guy, but at the same time, they know what I do. And so I just put it out there as a little carrot. If they want to use it, um, then they know that I'm there, you know, and I'll try my best to help them on the other piece too. Um, how did you, I mean, what what has worked best for you in terms of being able to? Because I think that's one of the most challenging things is not pigeonholing pigeonholing yourself into being seen as just this one thing, right? So when you right. show up and oh, it's, it's a drone guy, it's build a drone guy, you're like, oh, yeah, no. I know. right, 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 right. <laughs> so h- how long does it take usually for someone to to be receptive to that? And because I know loyalty is such a big thing in the real estate world that you know it's it's hard uh, to make those relationships. Right, I think. Um I mean, I've had it from both sides. I've had people that kind of use it as a way to kind of check out and see what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Like like who you are. Who, yeah, who I am, you know. And I just, it's funny to say that because I just received a call from a lady the other day who I, she knows me, but didn't realize, like, I, and I did a big presentation for her office. She, she calls me right afterwards. Hey, I got a, I got a question on this, and I, on this uh, program that you put out there. I go, you do you, you remember who I was, right? And she goes, What do you what do you mean? I go, I was the guy that was the drone guy that was helping you out last year on all your properties. I said, You have an amazing, like deal, you have amazing properties. And she goes, Oh my gosh, like that was you? I'm like, yes, loans and drones, not drones and loans, remember, you know? So it was awesome. And so, but I've also had it from the other side where um, you know, I met somebody on the first time and she, we connected, and the next thing you know, boom. We're, we're doing deals on a mortgage level. That's and, awesome. And so it just depends on who the person is, you know? Would you say that's, I mean, for the most part, like your number one marketing tool? In terms I, of the real, like connecting with realtors? Yeah, I think it's, I think like anything else, it morphs. Like what you were talking about with your your business, yeah. right? I mean, it's, with especially when you throw the pandemic in there, it, things are, are constantly evolving and they're changing. So what happened was that was the perfect um, accessory to my business to get f- like right in front of agents. But now as things are moving forward, I'm kind of you know, like pulling back the reins a little bit on that piece and I'm going into more of a branding 
on social media. And I and like I said, I, I'm your inspiration to me and what you're doing. <laughs> and so this is this is why we're talking. I love okay. I love meeting people like yourself that that are like-minded that know kind of get it you know and mm-hmm. that's where i'm at right now is a, a whole different branding piece that i'm putting on social media to, to exploit the fact that loans is my main piece yeah. of income but oh, yeah. i do have this other piece that goes along with it for sure for sure and you know one of the things you mentioned before is just that you're this carefree guy right yeah. you have just that's i think that's part of your brand too right that personal brand of, of who you are and, 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 and like your character and how you show up for people how, how do you even get into the mortgage business being, you know, that kind of carefree spirited, you know, free spirited well, guy. When I was 10, <laughs> no, no, no. Um, he had posters of famous loan officers up oh on, the, <laughs> on your wall. Yeah, no, yeah, it's, well, my brother, so I don't know if I told you this, but my brother was, he's 13 years older than me. Okay. So his name's David Penley, so I'll give him a little kudos there. <laughs> but um, he was in the business before I was. Oh, okay. So he had been doing this for you know, 13 in the eighties. And, um, and so I came, came out of college in 1998 and, um, and I, you know, I didn't know anybody out here in Chicago. I'm originally from Michigan. So I came out here and interviewed with a, a few different companies, uh, CDW, um, some saw company that, I mean, it was just crazy just to see all the different industries I was kind of touching to see what I wanted to do. And I always went back to real estate or mortgages and, just seeing what he had gone through, I'm like, okay, that's the type of person I want to be. So let's start there. So then, but I knew I didn't want to work with him because I didn't want the family thing. And um, so I went to a company called Crown Mortgage. And, you know, I remember walking in the first day and just getting blasted by the first the first guy that saw me. He goes, he looked at me, I, I'm, not, I'm in a nice brand new suit. And he goes, hey, you, calls me right across the, the office. Get over here. <laughs> This like, is like walking on your first day? Yeah, walking my first day. And I'm like, what? Like, and I had this baby face. I had hair at the time. And um, he goes, you know that you got to cut that thing off of, like, I had the, I had the, like, the suit kind of like, like, whatever you call it. The tag. <laughs> the tag. The, the, yeah, the on tag. The, on the sleeve. Yeah. yeah. He goes, you know, you got to take that off, right? And I'm like, ah, oh, gosh. What are you like? And then I told I told everybody about it. They're just cracking up at me on it. So uh, we've come a long way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that was a starting point of like really getting hard nosed, like sales and you know what it's like to kind of get in with these seasoned loan officers. Yeah. Um, so fast forward, I was there for about a year, being a, an assistant, learning through you know a branch manager at the time, and um, and then after that, rates went up. So then I got. I got laid off. I got canned. Oh, wow. So I got fired. And I'm like, oh, gosh. This was, it was like heartbreaking. How, how long did you spend there? So I was a, a little over a year. Okay. You know? And um, and that was when rates, believe it or not, were at, like, we had a nice refinance boom at 6.5%. Jeez. <laughs> so they went down from 7.5%, then, or from 7.5% down to 6, 6.5%. So that's the first experience I saw with refinancing, but I was still an assistant. Mm-hmm. So when it was time for me to kind of get out on the street, um, rates went up to 8.5%. And all of a sudden, all you see is just dust balls. And of course, I, you know, I took the tag off my suit, of course, but <laughs> you didn't return it. At that no, point. no, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't return like, it. Well, <laughs> maybe I can get some, you know, a few bucks back for this. Right, right, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I mean, you, I mean, even the thing you said that uh, you tried out, you know, some podcast and production or whatever, yeah. and you got discouraged. You know, you're like, ah, I'm not going to do this anymore. I mean, you stuck with this. It's not like you gave up on it. What what was no. going through your head back then that, that that made you stick out in those tough times? Yeah, that those are I think there's about three or four different 
times in my career that there were pivotal times. And I think there were surrender moments like, okay, this is, is this what I, is this what I'm called to do? Yeah. And it always led back into, yes, it is. And I don't know why, you know, but um, I remember one time on a Friday night, I was, uh, I didn't have any loans. And this is after I, you know, came over to my brother's company right after Crown and he gave me like two months of a draw. And um, I didn't have any, like any money at all. I just bought a car, just bought a condo. So I'm freaking out. And um, Friday night I was on Monster, Monster Board back in the day and looking at different companies. And and then... um, I uh, I go yeah I just I was at a crossroads is this what what I need to be doing and uh, I went up to you know went up to Promise Keepers up in Wisconsin and all of a sudden came back the next the what's next, Promise Keepers Promise Keepers is like a um, it's a it was Bill McCarthy I think his name is Bill McCarthy but it's a uh, Colorado Buffalo co- uh, Buffalo football coach that created this like men's conference you know it was a Christian men's conference that they had and they literally like. Y'all get together for a weekend and you cry on each other's shoulders and oh no way <laughs> and this you know it's a, it was kind of one of those things where it was kind of a crossroad moment for me oh wow yeah I've heard of something like called the Crucible Project yeah uh, something similar to it or I've, yeah okay. okay yeah 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 it's awesome yeah I think it's kind of evolved into a couple of different you know things but yeah yeah been to a couple of them and that was one of those moments where. I just remember listening to a guy named Josh McDowell and just there was like that yeah moment. I know Josh McDowell yeah I have his book yeah right yeah. Like Case for Christ or something? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, wait, Case for Christ? Or, no, that, uh, um, or evidence? Or something about evidence? Josh McDowell. I think I heard him speak at. Um, yeah, more than a carpenter is one of them. Okay. Um. So yeah, they, yeah. He's got yeah. He's he's a great youth. Incredible story. Yeah. He's yeah. got an incredible, incredible story. But didn't he set out to disprove the Bible? That was I think that was Lee Strobel. They're friends, aren't they? Yeah, they're both friends. Yeah, I and, saw I saw Josh McDowell speak at. Um, Willow Creek. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, not to, not to go too off it, but so, yeah. so you went on this retreat and, 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 you know, heard what you heard and it inspired you. And yeah. And then I think like that was a surrender moment for me where I go, okay, well, I don't like, I can't control this. So Monday rolls around, all of a sudden I had two deals on my desk that got me through to the next month. Next month I had four deals. Next month I had six. And then before you know it, in a half a year, I made more money than I was at the whole year at Crown, what? you know? So it was like, it was just, it was an amazing kind of moment in my life where it goes, okay, this is, there's something to be said with a walking with your hands open, you know, as you're going through life and not holding on tightly to anything. Yeah. And that was one of those moments where I was like, pivotal moment, boom, okay, this is where I need to be for right now. And now 22, 22 years later, that's where I'm. I'm still doing it, but I would say probably in the last two years that hunger has come back. You know, it started with the drones, and then all of a sudden the relationships that I have with these agents, it's been just remarkable. You know, and I'm just loving the fact that you got real estate agents out there that are hustling in a, in a pandemic world where you can't really be interacting as as, as normal as you used to. For sure, um, that they're out hustling, and so I I've tried my best on my end to try to be a, an, ex, uh, an extension of any of their service. That's amazing. What, what I mean, incredible story. First of all, um, but I'm actually you know curious with the mindset because you talk about hustling and, and, and I've used that word you know yeah. I love using that word right uh, and you can see people hustling and, and working hard but it it sometimes comes from either a different motivation or just this mindset or you know an ulterior motive whatever it is right? hustle can be hustle and you can see it but 
what what's the intent behind it? What's the you know what, where's your heart at? Right. Right. What changed for you in that time? Where one obviously you, know, you started to receive the benefit of of being this way or thinking this way or you know just a new mindset. But how is that translated into who you are, and, and and what you bring to the table in terms of how you see relationships? How you know with your as you mentioned with your client and being a service or an extension of, of what they offer. How has that changed for you? That that has made you the man you are today. Yeah, that's a great question. And so basically what you're asking is what's your why, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, my why right now is my family. You know, I have a little two-year-old daughter at home, and and she just, every time I see her, she's starting to talk, so she's waking up in the morning going, dada, dada. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, my gosh, like, come on. Like, those are things. And then my wife um, at home is, she's not working. So I got, I got mouths to feed and that's where I take things a little bit more. I'd probably say I'd probably take things a little bit more personal than I probably should in some, some cases, mm. but that's my, that's my why and that's my drive, you know? And so when I get out and meet with people, I put on that game face and I'm like, Hey, listen, I'm here to help you. Yeah. Because I think there's two types of people in this world. You got the takers and you got the givers. Yep. Absolutely. hundred percent. hundred percent. So when we're, when I'm out there on the street level and I'm talking to people, I don't want to sound like I'm taking things. I want to I want to add value. Yeah. You know, if you're not adding value, then what's what's your worth in their eyes? Because they're out hustling. Like, and I go back to real estate agents right now, they are out hustling, probably harder than most of us because they have to be yeah. in front of people. Like they're that's their that's their livelihood. Yep. And so I can just kick back, you know. <laughs> On a on an awesome podcast, <laughs> right. no, I mean, but like behind a computer, I don't have that interaction. I can do everything via Zoom. But they're showing houses. They have to go into these yeah. areas. And some of the agents I've heard like some awesome, amazing stories of creativity and you know how they're working around this whole pandemic. And it's just amazing to me. So I'm inspired by what they're doing and really making their living throughout a, one of the toughest times in our in our lives. You know. Well, I think you need to look in the mirror, brother, because you're doing some amazing things too. So, and it's just the way you are, the way you show up. I think is so important. You know, that that's that's what this world needs more of is, is is people who give, right? And and, and servants, not not just takers, like you said. And unfortunately, we we do see a lot of that, right? Yeah, right. But, um, so as far as you know, the the business itself. I mean, it's not a coincidence that you have a two year old daughter, and and you've gotten hungry over the last two years, right? Right. How how is that uh, hunger translating or manifesting, uh, you know, into the business? Like, where do you see this with loans and drones like i guess what's the 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 picture kind of moving forward the vision um yeah that's a great question too i would say moving forward and i always look at that too i look at past present and future when people are needing to write a letter of of explanation for what's going on with their you know credit or what's going on with their finances to an underwriter i always go you know take it from past present future so past i was in a single mindset um really didn't have to work for anybody so i was just kind of you know, keeping my own pace and doing what I wanted to do. Now things have, you know, have changed. And so as I look forward, um, you know, and I, and part of that's coming over to Caliber Home Loans. Um, when I came over to Caliber, Caliber Home Loans, they invested in who I was and they saw what I am. And what I am is more of a interaction, like a salesperson. I hate to even say salesperson. Relationship it, person. Relationship, right? So, um, so they, they knew that the best thing they could do is support me on the back end with the admin piece and the support with the, the underwriting and, and processing. The stuff and, which seems like you don't like. You know, yeah, like, I, don't, I don't like that. No, no, no. <laughs> like this is like I'm like in my space yeah. right now. I love it. I love it. It's so, good. yeah. So like if I can be in front of people and that's I, I just, 
like you said earlier, just show up. Yeah. That's what I went through is just be in front of people. If I can be in front of people and build those relationships and get them to like me, which I think that was, that was, that's an easy, easy, you know, easy thing to do Mm -hmm. for me. But the hard part is the admin piece. So they've created that. And so I'm just building on that. And one of the things I want to do is build that brand, which I'm loving what you have going on and seeing what you're doing. And that's, that's where I'm totally kind of focused right now is building a brand that is different. So they always say like, you know, you listen to Keller Williams, they, they, uh, they have a platform there. And uh, they always say, don't try to reinvent the wheel. You can take a template, which they have a great template, and not to not to just erase it, but you want to add to it. And that's mm-hmm. what I'm doing with Caliber is they have a great digital application piece. They have a, a great support system. They want to create that that sales type of environment for their salespeople. So they're allowing us to go and have the freedom to get out in front of people. And that's you know, I'm just taking it from my own my own angle and trying a different piece. No, good for you. And as far as the branding, I mean, I think you're doing great things with it only because I hear that you're playing to your strengths. And that's something that I think, I mean, you hear it so often, especially if, if like, if you're not a marketer, you know, then give it to somebody else, right? Focus on the thing that you're really good at and, and right. you'll see that things come from that. And so I think already, you know, off, off the top, you're doing something pretty amazing. Um, but as far as that brand, like, I mean, you think you pretty much nailed it where, you know, you're trying to be that relationship person, right? Mm-hmm. And so how do you, just to kind of go back to that question with loans and drones, you know, is, is the drones still a huge part of that? Um, you know, what is, how do, how do those two play together uh, in your mind in the future? Yeah, I think there'll always be a, a place for it. And, um, and I think part of it's just because I have so much respect for the person that allowed me the opportunity, which is Rachel Ormond. So she was mm-hmm. the... She was the um, the person that really kind of started that piece, and I got to give her kudos for that. So, like, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna discount like the fact that she said, "Hey, you got somebody over here that needs a drone shoot." I'm like, I'll do it. Yeah, you know, no, that's awesome. Um, and and, and you know, I'll, obviously, with anything, you, like, she asked if I could go out to uh, Apple River, which is like two and a half hours away. I'm like, is that Wisconsin? Yeah, close. Oh. <laughs> I mean, Apple was in Illinois. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's all by, by Galena, I think. Oh, okay, okay. Apple Canyon, one of the places out there. I knew where it was, yeah, but yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'd love to go out there, but it's not going to be in the cards right now. For <laughs> so I said, yeah. you know, even I, and so what I also have done too is I I have of course of course you crash drones right, so I crashed a couple of drones, and I did I gave one of my backup drones to another guy, so mm-hmm. I have I, he's got his license, so he helps me out as well too. So if nice. I can't do it, I got a backup drone. Nice, go out nice. and do it. He does a great job. Okay. So I yes, there will be a place for it. I'm not I'm not taking that out of the the business. I think that's a huge deal. But at the same time, I have to set boundaries as well too. Well, no, for sure, you absolutely do, and and it divides your time. You you, you can't be uh, that servant you want to be or that helpful person if if you know, you're, you're doing everything right. You have to mm-hmm. specialize in those things, and I think you know you're doing a great job of that. So, and with that being said, Bill, I just want to thank you for coming in. But if, if you're listening and Bill, someone that you want to connect with, which I highly encourage you to do, whether you're in real estate or not, but specifically if you're, you know, you are in a real estate, uh, real estate broker, there's a form below. You can contact him directly. But again, just build. I'm excited for, for everything going on in your professional life, but also family, family life as well. Exciting things. So again, thank you uh, for coming in. Well, thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. Uh, awesome, man. Can't wait till next time. All right.